You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. With a thousand bucks, you're starting on your way to being an entrepreneur, separating yourself from some mindset, from the friends that are like, yo, let's let's go to the club tonight. Nah, man, I'm trying to start a business. Take that thousand dollars and do something Correct. else. How are you going to buy a half a million dollar home and you owe T-Mobile 250? Yeah. True. Agreed. Doesn't Maybe. make sense. Speed my rants and gems. Speed my rants and gems. Y'all can do what we discover. He's the kings and the queens were the mother lie. Yo, Jim Droppers, we are back with another <laughs> incredible episode. Look, in this episode, well, let me rewind. We started off the beginning of the year with the building blocks with Hem 500. Absolutely. We talked a lot about personal credit. Yes, we did. And now, Kiana, we're bringing in our other resident credit expert, Jose, the credit dude. What's going on, Jose? What's going on, sir? How you doing? Happy you know, having we're me. alive and blessed, my brother. We're yes, alive sir. and blessed. <laughs> yes, we are. <laughs> <laughs> we are alive and blessed. Yes. And we are grateful to have you here. Awesome. Um, you know, I, I I love the information that you share. We want, to, want you to come on here and talk about business credit. And most likely, people want to buy homes using business credit. Right. Mm-hmm. I want you just to jump right into it. And talk about how they can build their business credit to purchase a property. Yep. So I think one of the one of the one of the biggest misconceptions, though, I want to I want to let you know is that you really can't build your business credit up with like Nav, you know, Dun and Bradstreet, Experian business or Equifax business, and then get a bank to, in a sense, pre-approve you to buy a home. So you could build your business credit up all you want. You know, uh, they're still going to use other sources, in a sense, to you know to to give you the funding needed. So usually what I tell people is you could open up an LLC today, not really build any business credit on it, but still get approved for a house on it. Facts. But if you want to go ahead and get an LLC today and then let's say you have no cash, you can get credit cards, which is considered like funding as your down payment for whatever house you want to buy. So let's say if I want to open up a you know Rodriguez, Rodriguez Management LLC, you know if my personal credit is good, I get a couple credit cards you know, PNC Bank, Chase, Wells Fargo, whatever the case is, mm-hmm. and I can get a check from those credit cards mm-hmm. to use as my down payment to purchase property. And that's where people need to know that that's how you can, in a sense, buy a house or buy an investment property using business credit. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. So let's rewind. First and foremost, wait, wait. first and foremost, um, for the audience out there, you do not need established business credit to purchase real estate. The lender is going to look at the cash flow of the property to qualify you. We're going to run your personal credit, make sure you have 620, 640, whatever that lender requires. Um, You will personally guarantee it, but the mortgage will not be on your personal credit report. So I just wanted to break that down Mm -hmm. real quick. 
before we move on to this business yep. credit buying real estate. Yeah, absolutely. Because I put out a tweet the other day, about a week ago, whatever. Yep. And I said, what happened to all these folks that were talking about using their business credit to buy um, real estate? Mm -hmm. For me, I think that's a terrible idea. Yep. Me personally, right? Because I just feel like you're, you're putting yourself in more debt mm -hmm. to get more debt. Yep. Right now, I do know people who have successive, successively purchase real estate by taking out, you know, whatever cash advances mm -hmm. to buy real estate, but these were seasoned, experienced investors exactly. who knew what they were doing. Right. And they had an exit strategy to pay back off that debt. Yep. Um, but I see a lot of first timers jam themselves up by putting themselves into that debt matrix. Yep. Um, because it's business credit, it's not your personal name, but it's still your credit yeah. that you utilize. You right? So do you recommend a first timer doing this strategy? Absolutely not. Mm. Okay. I don't I don't ex I don't unless you have some money saved right. on the side, unless you have another business that kind of has some cash flow, unless you have some type of other revenue stream, but like if you could barely make ends meet or if you could barely afford the credit cards and your personal credit and you don't have some type of like cushion, absolutely not because you know, during the time of you, let's say you get $30,000 in credit cards, you put $30,000 down, you know, on, on a property, right? You still got to carry some type of cost. You still need something. You still got to make those monthly payments, even if it's 0% interest, which a lot of these cards do come with 0% for like 12, 18 months, you still got to make the payments. Yeah. Absolutely. So Absolutely. it's like, if you don't have something else covering that, that's why it's a bad idea. It's a very good idea, but it's not a good idea if you're not able to manage the payments and if you're not like if you're not one of those people that pays your stuff off every 30 days, every 60 days, you used to carry in debt, you don't know where you're going to get your next five, ten thousand dollars from, then absolutely not. Don't do it because it's not the best strategy if you're not aware of how the debt, if you don't have any return on investment coming in right away. It's mm -hmm. not a good idea. It's it's possible to do it. I don't suggest it unless you're, you're, you're seasoned, like you said, unless you have some experience doing it or you have some other cash flow coming in somewhere. Don't. Don't model, you know, don't don't get messed up in that because then you now your business credit cards are going to be maxed out. Then if you don't pay it, it's going to go on your personal credit. Your personal credit gets going to maxed out. You didn't do the deal. You didn't fix the house. You didn't do anything. And now you flip flop. It flipped. Yeah, <laughs> flip flop. And yeah. then now you you try to do a strategy that you saw on Instagram or YouTube. Somebody try it. You tried it, and then oh, it didn't work. No, just you just didn't. You just weren't ready to do it. Mm. You know what I mean? What a tragedy. So what a tragedy. Yeah. <laughs> what and it happens well, every day. Yeah. It does happen often. Yeah. At least mm -hmm. you cleared that up. Like people want to everybody's talking about business credit. Business yeah. credit is like the most popular thing. Yeah. Like it almost as if do you feel that business credit and personal credit is so separated that it won't affect the other, that one doesn't affect the other? Because people truly think that. It goes hand in hand. If you want good business credit, you need to have good personal credit. Why? Because the same strategies and principles that apply in business credit mm -hmm. apply to your personal. So if you think that you could just ignore your personal credit, I'll have a 580, 520. Right. Oh, I'm going to build business credit. Well, guess what, man? If you didn't pay your personal bills, you got to learn how to pay your business bills as exactly. well. So I say it goes hand in hand and that's why it's together. Like it, if you get your personal credit up to a 720, 750, and you want to build business credit, you already have the same principles of paying on time, doing what you got to do, only applying when necessary. So you building business credit is going to come a little bit easier. Absolutely. You could, you could do it at the same time. You don't need an 800 credit score. But I, I don't like how people say that, oh, you could leave your personal credit alone and just build business credit. Or you could just leave your business credit alone. And just, it's hand in hand. It go, I feel like it goes together. And when you do it together, 
and you build both of them simultaneously, mm -hmm. you put yourself in a, a even better position. You double your borrowing power and, and your mindset is just different. Yeah. You know what I mean? You just have yeah. a different mindset when it comes to things. No, that's sick. So what about like, all right, somebody's new, they're beginning in their journey of entrepreneurship. Mm -hmm. They want to start building up their business credit. What are the steps that they need to take to build up business credit and acquire business credit? Right. So, I mean, I'll say the first thing is, is have an LLC, you know, or, or any type of business for that matter. You don't have mm -hmm. to have an LLC. You can have an LLC, S Corp, C yes. Corp, you know, get with, you know, get with a, a professional on how to on what the right business is. Mm -hmm. uh, because what's crazy is we have a lot of people that come to us and say, oh, I'm a sole proprietor. I have an EIN, but I'm a sole proprietor. You don't really want to build business credit that way. And okay. even if you have a tax ID or EIN, if you don't actually have like a, a, a business formation document, that's what you need. Get your tax ID with the state. I mean, with the IRS, it's free. It doesn't mm -hmm. cost you anything to get it. Get a business bank account, which I think is the biggest thing. So those three things have to happen like the same day or the same week. Like, don't get a, a business, get your tax ID, and then don't open up a business bank account. Yeah, right. I've made that mistake when I've opened up other LLCs, and you just don't want to do it because then when you start applying for credit, oh, what's your business bank account? Oh, yeah. I forgot. So just, just do all those three things, like, within the same day. Okay. Um, and then the, sec the, the other biggest thing is, you know, a lot of people are using their home address. So have you been seeing, like, people using yeah. their home address for everything? Yeah. Um, there's places. I mean, now it's 2022. You have Regis, Absolutely. you have virtual offices, you have, I think there's another company called Opus. Like there's a lot of other companies that you can use, $50, $100 a month, get the virtual office, stop putting stuff in your personal credit. And a, a lot of people say like, oh, well, I'm a landscaper. Uh, I'm a photography company. I'm this. I don't have, it doesn't matter. If you're using your home address to build business credit, uh -huh. the risk factor just went up. Mm -hmm. And credit is all about risk. Credit score is a risk. Credit is a risk. So if you're using your home address for everything, right. you could have an 800 credit score. You're still at risk because you're using your home address. Absolutely. So just spend the $50 to $100 and people are like, oh, well, I don't have the money. Well, that's the thing. You can use your personal credit to leverage more credit to pay for the things that you need for your business credit. And we're going to talk about that today, too. I like you that. You know what I mean? So it was like, oh, I don't have, I don't have uh, uh, money to, to pay the $50 a month, $100 a month. Well, do you have a credit card? All right, well, use that. Just get one of the business. So you kind of got to do things in reverse a little bit. So like, let's say if you, if somebody's starting out, like you said, and you have no business, but you have good business, personal credit, or you're just starting out building business credit, mm -hmm. call Regis up first and say, Hey, I want to buy an office address. Mm -hmm. So kind of, you got to kind of do it in reverse, get the virtual address first, then open up the LLC, then get the tax ID, then get the bank account. Because now when you open it up, you're doing it with the virtual address. That's mm. what I was going to say. Everything goes to the virtual address. Yep. And it's a little and bit easier. It keeps it, and it keeps it cohesive. Yep. Okay. You know what I mean? And then now when you got the virtual address, now, you know what? To make my next payment, I don't have the money coming in. That's when you start using it. When we, you start applying for business credit, yeah. which we're going to talk about. Yeah. But G Suite, you guys heard of G Suite with Google. Yeah. Yep. Of course. Very cheap, right? You get a domain, you go to GoDaddy. You know what I mean? If you don't have a business yet, just say, JoseRodriguez.com, yeah. you know, thecreditdude.com, whatever the case is, get whatever it is, domain your name, domain something. And then when you get your business address, your email address, you go to G Suite, you connect it, yeah. and now you have a professional email address. You don't have like- Yeah, even you know, get a business phone of number course. too. Yep, Ring Central yep. is, is I use very Ring, good. I use Ring Central. Don't use, um, I think it's Google Voice. Yeah. And there's a, a like Vonage is good, Ring mm -hmm. Central, because now you, it's, it's a dedicated business address. 
one of the biggest misconceptions is people get like a phone number with Verizon, uh-huh. Sprint. It's still a cell phone number. Yeah. Even yeah. though you get it under business credit. It's still a cell phone. It's still a cell phone. I don't do it. I want to suggest you to do it. So this is the thing. Once again, how you were saying like when, when people start building, uh, when they want to invest in real estate, there's a lot of costs that come into it. Absolutely. When, when you start building business credit, there's costs. Absolutely. Think about it. Adrian. Opening the business, bank account. Sometimes you got to pay it monthly without even having any funds in it. Mm-hmm. Ring Central, mm-hmm. virtual office, G Suite. You know, next thing you know, you're looking at a thousand dollars a month. Hey, let's not forget about hiring your tax preparer or oh, your CPA, the whole team, right? You know, attorney, right? You know, things of that nature. So and, it definitely gets expensive. And that's the thing: if your personal credit isn't in order, how are you going to pay for this stuff if you have no revenue coming in? Mm-hmm. And that's why it does go hand in hand because. A lot of these places, when you do start applying for business credit, they're going to be like, oh, yeah, you need a personal guarantee because Correct. you're under six months, you're under four months, you're under two years. Um, and, and that's the thing is, is, is if you do all that, LLC, uh, EIN, uh, bank account, virtual office, uh, G, personal, uh, professional e- G, uh, email, business phone number, a website, you're straight. Yeah. Like yeah. that's the, I believe that's truly the foundation. That's your business in a box right I'm yeah. starting. Like, yeah. and, and, and you can do that yourself. For, for it's going to cost you a thousand dollars to to probably start everything up, but where can you like you can you can, with a thousand bucks you can starting on your way to being an entrepreneur, separating yourself from so a mindset from the friends that are like yo let's let's go to the club tonight. Nah, man, I'm trying to start a business. Take that thousand dollars and do something Correct. else. Absolutely, and, and start separating yourself. You know, get a Google My Business page, and and then once you start becoming credible, and and with the eyes of the lenders, then now when you start building business credit, oh wow, this guy has a website. He has a domain. He has Google My Business. This mm-hmm. guy has a professional email address. They have a professional, you know, their name is professional. And that's just going to be a lot easier when it comes to building business credit. And I think a lot of people skip that. They just want the Amexes. They just want the, the lines yes, of, of credit. Course. But they're not willing to do the foundation, kind of like how Marcus was talking about with the building blocks of credit. People want to skip that. You can't. You can't. You can't skip that. And with business credit, you really can't skip that. Now, here's the thing. Oh, I want a car in my business name. Okay. But everything is... On your personal, you're using your home address, no bank right. account, Gmail address, cell phone number, but you want a car in your business name and then you expect to, the, the dealership to give you a car in your business name when everything is still in your personal credit. So that's a good, I'm, I'm glad you went to the cause on the credit report, especially the personal credit report. Like yep. I purchase vehicles in my business name, mm-hmm. right? But there's a lot of folks out there, especially when trying to qualify for a mortgage. Oh, yes. They're, they're getting Range Rovers, they're getting G-Wagons, <laughs> they're getting everything. Yeah. And, and these cars cost Bentley's. a lot of freaking money. Bentley's, Absolutely. Lambos, mm-hmm. you know, we're talking 1500 to probably $4,000. Right. Right? And then, although they're making money, they'll be able to pay for it, but now their debt to income ratio might be higher and, they, and, and it limits their buying power. So what are ways that someone can take their personal finance car mm-hmm. out of their personal name and into their business name? Yep. So once you have all that, what I just explained, mm-hmm. set up, which can take you like a week or two, right? If you really dedicate yourself to it. Um, if you have a car that's financed, not leased, that's financed with like 60, 72 month term and you bought it under your personal credit, you can go to uh, Bank of America okay. website and you could just Google it. Bank of America business auto loan. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like the advantage loan or whatever the case is. And you, when you go on there, it's going to say, do you want to purchase a car under your business or do you want to refinance? Oh, nice. And what a lot of people don't realize is when it says refinance, that doesn't mean just refinancing under the business. 
That means you can refinance that car from your personal credit and put it under the business. But why can you do that? Because now you have an actual business set up. Absolutely. One of the biggest misconceptions is that when you do that, oh, you need to have money going through your business. You need to have two years in business. That IRS, like, listen, I'm not an accountant. I'm not an attorney. Obviously, get what dumb. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? But the thing is, is Bank of America is not going to say, oh, you need to be in two years. We need a bank statements. We need this. You're paying for the car. It's not like, because when you do this, they do check your experience personal credit. Okay. And what's the minimum score? They're looking for honestly, man, it's crazy mm-hmm. because I've seen people with like 620 get approved. Wow, but I've seen people with 750 get denied because they got a repo or a current late payment. Oh, okay. yeah, if you got negative, so you just history, never know, yeah, right. And, and you just try it, you know, because you already put the car in your personal credit. So, one inquiry, one auto loan inquiry from Bank of America is not going to tank your credit score. But I always tell people, listen. You know where your credit is at. Absolutely. You, if you got maxed out credit cards, I don't need to tell you <laughs> to not do it. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what 100%. I mean? But the thing is, Bank of America, they're willing to do it. And you re- now what happens when you refinance that car on your business? Now you build business credit. Mm-hmm. Because now that auto loan is an is a auto loan reporting to your business credit reports. It's off of your personal credit. Your personal credit might go down. Because you're closing mm-hmm. the car loan. Obviously, yeah. whenever you close a car loan, yeah. your score does go down. down a little bit. Mm-hmm. But it's okay because the you what's the benefit? That's an income rate. DTI. Yeah. That kind of transfers everything over. So now yep. we're buying cars, but what about buying houses in the business name, right? Yep. What are some steps for people to want establish their business and to purchase a house? Everybody and their mom wants to buy their house under a business name now. Right. I think it's anonymity. I think it's about just exclusivity. Mm-hmm. I think people want to be a little more private. They don't mm-hmm. want it publicly put everywhere. Right. So can they avoid it being on their personal credit by buying a house in their business name? And second part of that question is, can they finance it, Matt? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll let you go first. So, so when you're buying a house under the business name, to my understanding, all you really need is the LLC. Right. Correct. But like I said before, is you're not really going to open, you're not really going to get approved for a house using your, you know, using your business credit. So they are going to look, you know, if you're doing hard money, they're going to look at the deal, right? And you just got to come up with a down payment. Now, as far as, as far as, I'll defer the question to you as far as like, because I don't have any house, like my personal house mm-hmm. is on your my personal, personal credit. Yeah. But I know there's a way where you have talked about it on Instagram where you can get the house if you're an entrepreneur or whatever the case is, where it only shows up on your Yeah, so you, you, can, you can do like, so if you're like, you said hard money, right? For hard money lenders are going to look at your experience first and foremost, yep. right? Your experience is going to determine how much of a down payment. If you're an experienced um, investor, flipper, and you have your HUDs or your closing disclosures to prove, yep. prove that you have the experience, typically three, four transactions in the last 12, 18 months is what yep. they're looking at. Then yes, you'll do a ten percent down, get a hundred percent of the repair cost. Now, if you're looking for a long-term rental, it's more about the cash flow. Mm-hmm. Now, there's a lot of lenders out there that won't give a first-time home buyer this type of loan Correct. because they have zero experience. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are some lenders that will. But interest rate-wise, you're going to feel the pain right. of oh, you okay. not having no experience. But they're not. But those those deals are going to require if it's a multifamily twenty to twenty five percent down payment, okay. and we're looking strictly at the cash flow of the of the property. So basically, does the property debt service itself, and can the owner make at least a twenty percent profit after all expenses are are paid? Right. And you can put it in your LLC. But the same thing is you have to 
run your personal credit because it's going to be personal guaranteed. So for all of those who think you can just go skip out of town and not pay the bank back their mortgage, no, no, no. They're going to hit you with that lien if you try to bail out right. and not pay pay the money. So there's ways that you can do it. Um, again, you mentioned entrepreneur loans. Right. Um, Kiana's favorite, my favorite as well. Oh yes. Yep. Um, I, I, spe- I, I should. I definitely feel like I should have trademarked that. <laughs> you definitely should have. <laughs> right. You definitely should have. So there's yep. d- different variations, but the most popular is using your bank statements yep. Um, yep. to qualify for the mortgage, and we're using those deposits. Um, the, the lender will use an expense ratio, 20%, 50%, basically mm-hmm. backing out your expenses and then average that out over 12 or 24 months. And then that's your income that they're going to use. No tax returns, no pay stubs, Nothing. none of that stuff. And you can also put that property in your LLC, even if it's your primary residence too. So this is very popular. Right. Both of our, both of us, both um, with our celebrity clients, our influencers, they don't want nobody knowing where they live. Where Absolutely they live, right? not. Right, and it's you know people are crazy out here in this internet world. Right, so it's very important that you protect yourself, um, especially when you open up your LLCs. And we're gonna I'm gonna throw a question back to you mm-hmm. after I finish explaining this. But this is a, a prime way for mm-hmm. self-employed business owners to mm-hmm. buy properties. Is those are like the three most popular if you're looking for investment property. Um, you do those asset-based loans. If you're looking for fix and flip, you do a hard money. And if you're looking for your primary, you can do the entrepreneur loan and use your bank statements, your business bank statements. Now, right. your business has to be in business for two years. Okay. I will Good. say this. Um, the business has to be in business for two years, um, but you can open up a brand new LLC for any one of those three that I just mentioned. Brand new LLC, you can open it up tomorrow mm-hmm. and it will get and approved as long as it meets the qualifications Correct. of those Correct. set programs. Right. Right. So, Terrific Progress, hit us up. I, you know if what? You I, need I help. closed multiple entrepreneur loans. Let me <laughs> right. just go ahead and plug this. Kiana Watson, broker extraordinaire, with Watson Realty Co. But it does keep you anonymous and it does Absolutely. protect you, especially when the LLC is created correctly. Right. There are There are some states where the LLC is public, like any business that I've created, if it didn't, if I did it in Georgia, you can go to our Secretary of State and you can see that I created that business, right? Mm-hmm. But there are certain states and certain areas where it can be anonymous, um, and you don't have such a way to trace you back. Like it could get deeper than that. Like yeah. it can go from LLC. It can go from actually having a trust create the LLC. Yep. Like you can go deeper and deeper and deeper into this to protect your privacy, which leads us back to you, Credit Dude. Mm-hmm. Um, when they're establishing these LLCs, um, how is the what is the best ways for them to establish them and what are you seeing happening on affordable ways affordable. because there's, there's yeah. a lot of people affordable out here that, that take like, advantage of so yes. what do you mean establishing what do you mean like starting up the llc like how do you how do you start an llc yep right like what are your steps so i mean to start the llc i mean i always tell people you can do it yourself that's my suggestion mm-hmm. if if i always feel this is the thing <laughs> this, this is what i feel right you could pay somebody to do it but if you're looking to buy a property or you're an entrepreneur, it ain't going to be the first time you do it. It's not. Facts. So it, it ain't going to be the first time. You could literally Google your state. Like New Jersey, create an LLC in New Jersey, right? $125 filing fee. All on. And you figure it out yourself, right? Or, or you could, you could you know, have somebody coach you. There's YouTube videos, whatever the case is. But I feel like when you do it yourself, you're you're that much more vested in it. You're that much more... You're like, yeah, I want to form this LLC. I want this to work. But it's like, yeah, man, just have this form this LLC and it's like, whatever. You could do that. Yeah. But what happens with the second, third, fourth, fifth LLC? Next thing you know, you get more experience. You know which states protect you. You know Absolutely. which states hide it. You know which states. 
And then now you become a little bit, now you're really entrepreneur. Like I feel like when you do it that way, when you form the LLC yourself, you just have that much more like control or not even control, but like you're vested in it a little bit more. Right. You yeah. know what I mean? Or you can just pay somebody $950 to and do let it them for do you. It. <laughs> and, and, and you know what I mean? But that's like I said, that's up to you. It's, it's, it's your preference. If you don't want to deal with it, don't deal with it. If you want somebody to form with you and give you the package and you're still vested in it. But I like to I like to like touch exactly like what I'm doing. And, and, and that's why I like to create the LSE. And if you mess up, it's part of the process. Yeah. You fail, you learn, you fail, you learn. But obviously creating LLC. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This is not something we're taught in school, but there's a, listen, New York, oh, you, you Google it, it's yeah. on there. Wyoming, Cali, Florida. It's typically Delaware. like, I'm the Secretary of State. Like, if you look up Secretary of State for your city, you can normally see how to create an LLC. I think it gets a little more difficult yep. when you're doing S-Corps and C-Corps. Correct. And then you have to have, you know, um, what is it? Like, you have a board of directors. You got to have all these yeah, agreements yeah. in place. Yep. I think that's complex. But an yep. LLC is very, it's somewhat simple to do. Yep. Um, but I would still say it, you know, take some advice from other people because it is public. So then you have to put layers in. Correct. Because the, the worst thing you can do, and this has happened to someone I know, um, they bought an LLC. Perfect. Got it in the state of Georgia. Great. Purchased the house in the name of the LLC. Okay, but you are the registered agent with your own personal address on the LLC. So it still comes back to you. And it, yeah. So you're trying to be anonymous, but actually it's just a, a, a house in your business name that right. traces right back to you. Right. So that's that extra layer right there, which I'm very familiar with if you would like to work with us and uh, with Watson Realty Co. <laughs> However, um, no, seriously, it's, it's an extra layer you have to put. Yeah. You can't be the registered agent and you don't need to use your personal address. Facts. And then you also need to figure out, do you need an attorney? Do you need a trust? Like I said, it can get deeper yep. depending on what you're like, depending on who you are. Yep. Um, but at the very least, that's what you need. Like yeah. at least get an LLC, but just figure those out. That's why I say you can do it yourself, but it's kind of productive right. if you're doing it yourself and your name is all over it. Yeah. And that's what getting the virtual office. It also does add that layer of protection too, because if you get the virtual office and when you register LLC, you're using the virtual office address not for your, everything. Yeah. Not your personal address. Look, it's spooky out here. It's crazy, bro. The internet is a scary place. And to, if you have your business, people will straight up Go behind the scenes and yep. figure out everything. And you have your you home address. Me. Like, yeah, it's crazy out yeah. here. Like, you don't want people popping up at your crib. I had that happen to you me You know what I'm saying? What? When I, when, when, so back in the day when I had my house address for everything, it was like 2012, 2013. That's crazy. My house address was listed everywhere. Oh, wow. Or my apartment, I should say. Mm -hmm. And I actually had a client knock on my door at like 8 o'clock at night. Like, hey, man, I'm just trying to get some dispute results. I'm trying to see if stuff go over my credit. And I'm like, what the heck? Oh, and no. That's when I started Googling stuff. That's when I discovered business credit in 2013. Wow. That's when I discovered virtual office. And that's when I discovered, I was like, holy crap, like, it's a scary world, spooky. Yeah. People are going to show up at your door. And, and, and that's the thing is, people got, can find a way to find Absolutely. a way to find the stuff. Yeah, so you, definitely it's up to you. People to are nuts. Yeah, 100%. You know?
So you got us all, you, you've gotten us this far, you mm -hmm. know, you're telling people how to buy homes in, their, in the name of their business, um, using business credit. Um, can you tell us some of the best credit cards? Because one thing about it, you know, you flex AMX all over your Instagram page. Mm -hmm. Like there's different levels of AMX. It's the gold, the silver, the blue, mm -hmm. the purple, like <laughs> there are <laughs> the, green, yeah, the green, everything. And so I think that I want to at least talk to people about how is it like, I feel like you really favor AMX and I tell them what's the best starter car from AM, for AMX and why you believe it's such a great car to have. Okay. Yeah, you have a whole shirt. Yeah. That cash says, debit AMX. So cash, it, yeah. It crosses out cash, crosses out debit and just has AMX. Mm -hmm. um, and the reason why I like American Express is because of the amount of credit cards they give you. Oh yeah. To start. So if... You are a, so there's 14 business American Express cards, mm -hmm. right? If you have good personal credit or already have a relationship with American Express, you can typically get six of those 14 credit cards in one day. Damn. Oh, wow. And that's why I like them because if, once again, if you're looking to start a business, grow a business, whatever, I wish I had one credit card when I started my company back in 2010. You know what I mean? So imagine what six or five oh, yeah. credit cards can do with high limits. So with American Express, they say, what's the best credit card to get with them to start? As many as you can get. Okay. And that's my response to that because there's four charge cards. That's the platinum, the gold, the plum, and the green card, right? Okay. Which one is the best? I like, I like the gold card. Me too. I like the gold <laughs> card the best. Um, for what reason? I just, the, money, the way I spend money... Um, you know, with business expenses and ads and things like that. I like American, the platinum for travel because yes. you get five yeah. times the reward points. I know yeah. we talked about that before. I, I have the Delta platinum. The Delta platinum. Yeah. So the thing is, so if you get the platinum, the gold, the, uh, the plum and the green, you get all four of those the first day. So how do you do that? You go to American Express's website. If you already have a relationship, and what I mean by that is if you have a personal credit card with American Express, you can literally log in through AmericanExpress.com Go to business credit cards, start applying for those credit cards and the LLC that you just created last week with the virtual office, the bank account, everything correctly. You're using your personal credit as the guarantee. But guess what? They're not running your credit mm -mm. because you have the relationship already with them. So they're not running your credit. So even if you don't have a relationship with them, you can still do it the same way. Instead of applying for a personal credit card, apply for business. business. I have zero personal MXs. I have zero. Yeah. I'll, I'll all, all of mine are business. Two of mine's a personal, one is business. My gold is a business and two my two platinum. The one are delta one I have is business. Yeah. It's right. personal. That's the only one that's personal. That's Everything personal else one? is um business. I yeah. love them all. So now you get those four credit cards, right? I say get the four charge cards. Mm -hmm. If you can the same day. Then what you're gonna do is get at least two revolving. Because a lot of big a biggest misconception is that American Express, you gotta pay all mm -hmm. of them in full. There's only four of them. Four yeah. out of the fourteen only require you to pay it in full within 30 to 60 days. Agree. So get the Delta one, get one of the Delta ones, get the Marriott one. Um, I don't like the Amazon, right? Maybe get the Hilton one, get the blue cash, because now what you're doing is you can use those two credit cards for like, let's say, you know, InvestFest is coming up. Absolutely. Oh, I don't have any money to get your vendor Fest. tables. Ah. Your, right, so, listen, so check it out. Your VIP club. tickets. I'm a new business. I'm a new business. I have, you know what? I want to, I want to showcase my new business at InvestFest. Open up an LLC now, get the business credit cards now, use the revolving credit card to buy the, the sponsor at InvestFest, use the, the platinum card to get your travel. Now you're separating everything, separating expenses. Now, next thing you know, you have, 
dollars $15,000 to buy product, to buy merch, to showcase at InvestFest, to blow your business up. So now it's like, it doesn't become an excuse anymore. Right. Because if you have access to American Express. Absolutely. You have access to any, everything. Everything. Because now you just you just paid your way to get in a room yeah. that you normally would have just been watching at home. Oh, let me get the virtual. Nah, man, there's no virtual. Spend yeah. the two, three, four, five thousand dollars with coming here. Yeah. Showcase your event. Showcase your business. Buy the brochures. Buy this. Buy that. Yeah. Buy the backdrop. Get in the room. And that's why I like American Express is because you literally can go from having zero money to having capital within a couple of days. Mm-hmm. And and the other business credit card that I like is the Chase um, Chase in-card. in-card. I have that yeah. one. I don't have it. Yeah, I filed bankruptcy in 2013. <laughs> so the one thing with Chase, yeah. if you file bankruptcy with Chase, mm-hmm. don't do it. Pay them, pay them, pay them guys. Yeah, because they hold Chase, grudges. Chase, and Chase, those, they so tight with their money. They, yeah. they like, tight. and I bank with them. Um, and they have great benefits. Like they and do. They make it easy as a business owner, especially mm-hmm. I'm so transactional. I'm cutting commission checks, money yep. in, money out. They make it really easy, but I do like the ink card. Like yeah. I definitely like it. I, I swear I woke up one day and it just popped up. I don't even remember applying for the card. And it just I, came. It was. It just came said, in the mail. You need this. And I was like, what? what? I called them. It's like, oh, right. I'm like, no. Okay, y'all are getting out of control here, but yeah. I do think it's great to get the credit cards, but use them wisely. Mm-hmm. So often, we get, if we get access to these funds, like we have to give them a fair warning. And we were just talking about this offline. I'm like, okay, let's quit with the whole, I bought a Gucci shirt with the points. Like you spent the money. You right. spent $100,000 mm. to make the points. And now you're going to say, oh, now you spent $100,000 cash that you had to physically pay back. Right. And now I have enough point to buy a Gucci shirt. Well, you could have just bought the Gucci shirt. I just think that we need to stop using that mindset as an excuse and kind of make be a little more responsible. Now, you probably would have bought the item anyway, but let's also make sure that y'all see the caveat. You spent money on the charge card, and Amex, they want their money. Yeah. Like, they, yeah. they send you three text messages, two emails. <laughs> they want their money, and they want it early, yeah. actually, on yep. time. Yeah. And they will, they'll, they'll, the same way they keep giving you credit, you do one mishap, they'll take it back. Yeah. They'll snatch it back. So... What is some advice for people that are out here getting these cards, like making sure that they're spending spending responsibly, right? And then tell them how do you feel about these points? Yep. So it all goes back to the same thing I said before: business credit. If you don't have the same principles from when your personal credit was established, you're gonna think, "Oh, I got thirty five grand. I'm good. It's not it's not reporting on my personal credit." So you're out here thinking you got thirty five grand, just do whatever you want. You gotta pay it back. Absolutely. You got to pay it back. So definitely, I would say even be more careful when you're spending money in the business because you got to be, you You got to pay that back eventually. Absolutely. You know what I mean? So it's like if you are going to get a $35,000 Chase credit card, make sure, or any business credit card, make sure there's some type of, of return on investment mm-hmm. with that card. And, that, and that's going to be worth more than a Gucci shirt. That's going to be worth more than any points. Because if I tell you, hey, Matt, man, I got a $35,000 credit card. What can I put this on? And you're like, you know what, man? I got this opportunity for you where if you get, if you for twenty thousand, you can make sixty, whatever that is, whatever business opportunity, whatever the thing is. I tell you what, though, if you get a sponsor table at Investvest, you're gonna make your money back. Facts. M- maybe not by the merch you sell or by the product you sell, but by the relationships you make. Absolutely. So there's a return on investment on what you spend. Not, doesn't always have to be physical. It could always be long term, whether Absolutely. it's a sponsor ticket or something like that. And that's responsible spending. But just like you said, if you're spending hundred grand, just spend hundred grand and get these points. Now with points, they're they're good. You know what I mean? You can get free travel. You can get this up. But once again, 
you, the hundred grand you spent, you still got to pay that hundred grand back. You exactly. have to pay it back. That's the point. Look, you know I, love, I, mean? I, think, I love. I think my we're points. just kind of getting a misconception. Like, yeah. if you're gonna spend the money anyway. It's a benefit to having the points, but don't get so caught up in the points that you forget that you spent the money and, to right. get the And points. I think we've all been there. Oh, right? I know. I, I have. I've That's why I'm trying to warn there. y'all. I'm, trying to help you. <laughs> yeah. I'm really just trying to help you because I've been through this before. Yeah, I've been through that shit. Getting caught up and watching the point. Yeah. But you just got to remember you're spending the money to get the point. Yeah, the Amex is a beautiful card. I love all the benefits, like mm-hmm. especially if you check, you book your, your hotels through Amex on the app and stuff like that. You automatically get upgraded depending yep. on what kind of car you Absolutely. have. Like so, any hotel. Like if I know I want a suite and I know they have availability, I'll just go buy the room below the suite so I get that price. Yep, yep. That's a little hack for y'all. Yep. I'll buy that price, yes, right? Yep. I'll buy the king room, knowing they got the suite available, and I know <laughs> the Amex is going to upgrade me automatically yep. <laughs> to the suite, right? Free.com. Free.com. I love it, right? <laughs> yep. Then you're going to get breakfast credits and all this other mm-hmm. good stuff, like sixty dollars, eighty dollars a night. Yep. Music to my ears, right? <laughs> Thank God for Amex. Yep. Right? And, and, and the thing is, too, with the American Express card, whether it's the Platinum or the Delta Reserve, whatever the case is, you get access to these lounges. Oh, yeah, Absolutely. yeah, yeah. If, yep. you have a, yep. if you have a... This is the thing. If I'm in that lounge or, or sitting in first class... Like Delta sitting, Lounge. And I'm not talking yeah. about credit, then what are you doing in there? Exactly. You're, yeah. you're, you're in different rooms, actually. Right. Yeah. You're just sitting next to the ability a doctor, to be in a, room. a pharmacist, a, a, a lawyer... Uh, you know, you're sitting next to all these people because, unfortunately, your average person isn't in these rooms because, unfortunately, people like us don't have the knowledge when we were younger to get in these rooms. I didn't know about what the hell a Centurion Lounge was when I was nah, 18. Delta, Delta Club, none of that. But, right. So now imagine now you sit in first class, you sit next to a pharmacist or a doctor. Oh, what do you do? Yeah, man, I do credit. Yeah. Credit. Yeah, I'm a mortgage lender. I'm a realtor. Oh, what? Yeah. And, then you start and it's happened like that. It's a connection. That's why I only fly first class now. Right. I've become bougie over the past oh, couple of years. Yeah, I'm not going to hold you up. Me either. <laughs> like, I'm not even going to hold you up. Credit, credit makes, you, makes you right. Yeah, it does. Absolutely. Credit makes you bougie. It does. Oh, I love that. Credit yeah. absolutely makes you bougie. I ain't going to hold you up. Once you go first class and shit, it's like it's hard to go back to the back of the bus. Yep. It is. They don't give you no mimosas. I, I, I'm they sorry. Let's, no let's, let me digress. Yeah. <laughs> let's, let's focus. Let me let's focus, get back right. to it. So yeah. now, we, you know, we already talked about business credit. We talked about establishing you know credit, your credit um, and getting re- those prepared. But let's just, you know, we got a little bougie. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's, let's bring it back down. Yeah. Let's, let's reset the room. Let's yeah. reset the room. Let's talk about, like, real quick. What are some? What are three steps you would give someone that knows that they listen? Their credit's not the best, and they want to buy their first home. Mm-hmm. They need to establish credit because we have some people with nothing on their credit, yeah. or they get it all wiped out, and that mm-hmm. also like prevents them from purchasing. So, what are like three trade lines or three things they should get to really help them improve their score? That's simple to get. So, three trade lines or three things they should do. Three things they should do. Okay. So, number one is look at it. It's crazy how that sounds. But Matt should not be the first person that looks at your credit when you're applying for a mortgage. 1,000%. Unfortunately, Credit Karma should not be the account that you also look at to look at your credit. When you go to Matt, because obviously it doesn't show experience. So I would say the first thing is you want to buy, you want to attach yourself to a credit monitoring service that gives you all three credit reports, that gives you alerts. And there's a lot out there. There's the IQ, there's experience, MyFICO, whatever the case is. That's the very, very first thing is you want to look at your credit report 100% before you speak to yourself, to Matt, to anybody, before you start a business, because how can you fix or improve what you don't see? Correct. You know what I mean? So definitely look at a tri-merge credit report that updates every 30 days because the changes when you pay a credit card off or whatever the case is. 
Now, the second thing is now we're, we're in May, time's flying, right? In July, the great thing is, is that paid medical collections will be off the credit report. Well, well, oh, well nice. talk about that for a right. second, because I see that all the time. Right. So that's the second thing I'm going to say, is mm. that to improve your credit, if you have paid medical collections on your credit report, you don't really got to, if, if, and if time's not the essence, in July, they're automatically going to come off. Paid medical collections. Right, paid, paid, not unpaid, not folks. Unpaid. Not un- let's you be clear, pay your day. because they're gonna say Jose on Rancy no. Jim said, "I got medical collections. I don't need to pay them." No, paid, pay the collection, okay. paid. Let's be clear. And the thing is, is I think that medical debt is probably the biggest thing that we see on people's credit report. Oh, great, yeah. and I'm an advocate of pay it, yeah, because you never know when you're gonna have a, a, a broken leg again, or 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 a root canal. You gotta go back to the doctor's office, pay the medical bills. But the thing is, is pay the doctor's office. Mm-hmm. Don't pay the collection agency. Why is that? Because now you're in a in a in a in a, in a, a settlement or a deal with the doctor's office. Think about it. Normally, a doctor's office is a mom and pop. It's a you know it's a it, it's not like a, a a doctor like a huge uh, hospital. Yeah. Right. Normally, you mean to tell me that if that doctor you say, listen, man, I owe a thousand dollars. I want to pay. They ain't gonna accept it. They're gonna they accept it. So now, what does that mean? You just paid them. So that collection agency reporting that debt to your credit report is in violation because you don't owe the debt to them anymore because you already paid it. Oh, you know, so that, so that way they like, have to remove it, I like right? That. And and the thing is, is is like now the doctor's office. That's why I'm a, I'm a big advocate of paying medical debt if you have to. There's people that say, oh, it's a HIPAA violation. Is this? Listen, we could. That's the fraud, the fraudulent stuff that I don't like to deal with. If you owe the debt. You might have to pay it back. Yeah. That's just the way it is. Well, I think that's the best credit repair anyway. <laughs> right. You, yeah. you got to pay it back. But yeah. this is the thing. Instead of paying the collection accounts on your credit report, call the doctor's office. Hey, man, I owe you $2,000. Can I pay you $50 a month? Absolutely. Boom. Now you don't owe that collection agency anymore and it's off the credit. But let's say you did end up paying a collection agency mm-hmm. and it's on your credit report as paid in July, it's coming off. Mm-hmm. Nice. The best other second thing with that is as of next year in 2023, collection medical collections under 500 are going to come off too. Oh, that's amazing. Really? So if you have medical collections under $500, they're going to come off your credit. And why do I say these things? Because start preparing. If, if you're looking to fix your credit, right, or improve your credit score, and all you have is paid stuff on there, you don't really got to pay anybody to fix your credit. Just wait two months. They're going to come off. Or just call the credit like, hey, man, I know this is coming off in July anyway. Can you take it off now? Because, yeah. listen, it's going to come off in July anyway. You see that getting those paid medical collections off is going to raise your credit score up 60, 50, 70 points. Because a lot of times people come to us, man, I have nothing negative, but I paid medical collections four or five years ago. Wow. Can you fix this for me? Oh, I, don't, I need a credit sweep. Somebody was going to charge me two grand. Bro, you don't need a credit sweep for this, man. You got two yeah. paid medical collections on your credit report. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, But you wouldn't know that unless you look at your credit. But if you go to a credit repair company without looking at your credit first, they're going to be like, oh, yeah, nah, man, this is a $3,000 package right here. And you just have two paid medical collections. It's <laughs> a $3,000 yeah, yeah. package. They're trying to get that money. <laughs> you know what I mean? Basically. So that's the second thing is look at the medical collections. And this is the thing. It doesn't apply to like T-Mobile. It doesn't apply to everything else. I, I'm a big advocate. Obviously, I'm, I'm, I own a credit repair company. You can still legally dispute your stuff. You can still legally dispute everything, even if it's not medical, even if it's not you know, um, under $500, still disputed. But if it comes back verified and it says it's yours, hey. I love it. You can't evade the debt. You yeah. can't evade debt. 
that is yours that you took out and you just simply chose not, not to pay. To pay. Yeah. You, you, you're yeah. going to have to pay that person someday. You know what I mean? And, and, and a lot of times when you do pay that person, they're going to be like, hey, man, since you paid us, we're going to give you another credit card. Yeah, we're giving you another shot. But see, that's the thing I look at too, right? I, I always say the best credit repairs pay your bills. Yep. And, it, and it blows yep. my mind when I see people, they want to buy real estate. And then you look at their credit, your credit is shit. It's like, why are you not paying your fucking cell phone bill, bro? How yeah. you expect the bank to trust you with 500000 if you can't even pay your, your, your Verizon bill? Right. Like, it just it boggles it's my the, mind, people's mindset the, sometimes. They just want to skip. Yeah. And I think that, you know, as people p- like plan and prepare and they say mm-hmm. to buy a home, it's like you save this money and like, oh, well, I have 3000 in debt. Well, pay the 3000 in debt and then start again saving. I think that, and yeah. of course, increasing your credit and disputing items and working with credit due. But at some point, if it's you it's and it's you. your debt and they've proven it, pay it so you can prepare yourself to buy it. And home. move on. Right. And move on right. to something else. Look, Jose, you've been giving us a lot of gems. Um, I know you got to go. We appreciate you coming mm-hmm. on the show. But you got to leave us with one more gem for the audience before we get out of here. Yep. So I would say one of the one of the biggest things which goes into personal credit and business credit, right? Which a lot of people think like, oh, you know, I have this collection. I have this charge off. I can't get ahead. Like you don't need, just like how you don't need an 800 credit score to buy a house. Right. You don't need an 800 credit score to borrow money. So I think one of the biggest things is, is if you know you want to start a business, if you know you want to start something, if you know that you're looking to take your life to the next level, don't pay a credit repair company two, $3,000 to wipe everything off. Right? It's not going to fix your problem. Mm-hmm. Instead, maybe take that two, $3,000 to settle whatever debt you couldn't take off or apply for a personal loan. If you have a charge off, if you have a collection, if you have this and it doesn't come off your credit, apply for a personal loan. Or borrow money from a friend, let them get the loan for you and say, listen, man, I'm trying to pay off my debt. I'm trying to start my business. Listen, this is my business plan. Now, that's different than you going to your, yo, man, let me borrow $2,000. I got to pay this. Listen, man, I got this business plan. I got this, this, this. I want to, you know, there's, there's, there's credit unions. Mm-hmm. There's even places that have high interest. Oh, yeah. But, but this is the thing. If you could borrow five grand to settle all your debt, now your credit score goes up. Now you can get business credit. Now you have one installment loan of like maybe $150 a month. But all your debt is clean. All your debt is paid. You're not looking over your shoulder. You have no wage garnishments. You have no levies. You have no nothing. Now, when you start building your business, you're using the same principles from your personal credit. So now what happens? Man, I got these payroll expenses. I got this. Guess what? Get a loan. Pay your expenses. Make your monthly payment. And then now it's the same thing. So I think the biggest, what I want to leave people with is if stuff doesn't come off your credit, it's okay. Mm -hmm. Pay it somehow. Either borrow from a friend. Get your credit right to the point where you can maybe get a personal loan from a credit union or something and then start over and then now build your business. Now build business credit. Now invest in real estate. But just like you said, how are you going to buy a half a million dollar home and you got you OT Mobile 250? Yeah. True. Agreed. Doesn't big, make sense. Drop big, some gym. Big certified gym dropper. Certified gym dropper. Jose, tell them how to find you. Yeah, man. So I appreciate you guys for having me. First Thank you for foremost, coming, man. brother. Thank you so much. On Instagram, I'm the credit dude. And I always tell people, check me out. See what I do. Uh, I'm not going to be one of those guys that tell you to commit fraud. I'm always going to tell you, do things the right way. And if that means that you can't buy the house in a year and you got to buy it in three, it's okay. But this that doesn't mean that you can't start working on your business credit and going after your dreams now because there's too many resources right now that you have in front of you that shouldn't prevent you from opening up your business or following your dreams because you never know is that one person that you speak to, that one connection, that one relationship 
that's going to take your life and your mindset to the next level. So check me out on Instagram, The Credit Dude, and I appreciate you guys for having me. Man. Love it, Jose. We All appreciate right, you for coming by. Thank brother. you, man. Thank, Thank you so you. much for coming. Thank you. All right. Y'all know what to do. Like, comment, share, subscribe. We love you guys for tapping in with us. Um, tapping with our guy, Jose, the credit dude. He's not a scammer. He is one of the legit credit companies out there. I recommend him to all of my clients, and he's helped hundreds of my clients over the past couple of years. So I am vouching for Jose, the credit dude, personally. All right? So this is Matt Garland, NMLS number 58700, better known as MG, the mortgage guy. And this is Kiana Watson, license number 317576. Broker extraordinaire. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning in to another incredible episode of the Ransom Jim Show. Have a great day. Peace. Peace out. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.